Okay, welcome back to the channel today, ladies and gentlemen. I thought today that we'd focus on looking at some of the things that are most important to all of us. And as you know, whenever the inflation rates and all these other things come out and the media and government start lying about it and manipulating the figures, that really bothers me. It really gets on my nerves and I feel it's my duty to sort of explain what the truth is behind these numbers. So we're going to look at that a little bit today. We're going to look at the USA as usual and the UK. We'll also touch upon, there's a couple of articles for other countries. I think Australia is one of them. So let's go to the shared screen then and we'll begin with looking at the inflation ratings of the US and UK. Uh, but firstly, just remember the, the video I made last week on the WEF Global Risk Report and they talked about this, this cost of living crisis. And they say that it's only going to last for two years. You can see their forecast here. It is gonna be the greatest crisis that we face. Even they put it above war and um, conflict and other things. They have it as number one on this list. But personally, I don't think it's only gonna last two years. I think it's gonna last a lot longer than two years. So here we go then, we are on the official government website for inflation or what they call the CPI, the Consumer Price Index. And I really think they got a shock this month. For you, all you have to do is watch the channel and look at the, the monthly macro video in the private community, etc., And you'll see the forecast that I make and what I think is going to be happening. So when I keep seeing all these experts on the TV saying, oh no, no more rate rises, the Fed's gonna pivot very shortly and they're gonna drop interest rates, they're gonna back, go back to quantitative easing, which is currency creation. I'm always scratching my head thinking, do people honestly believe these people? Because they just get it wrong so often, it's ridiculous. So let's look at these, what they call the official rates, but they're actually not official rates. These are the manipulated Uh, government rates here. So what actually happened, they're expecting the consumer price index or inflation to actually drop, but it went up by 0.5%. You think this is quite high. Wait until we get on to the UK uh, CPI or, or what we just simply refer to as inflation. That is pretty shocking. So all items now, 6.4% year on year. Now, bear in mind, this is not just over the last two, three years since all this began in 2020. This is year on year. So we already had high inflation last year. Now we've got another 6.4% on top, or should I say you have if you're in the USA. But if we look at food, that is up 10%, which is not true. It's actually much, much higher than that. There's been a lot of studies into it. Some food inflation is up to 50%, and that's across the board. So don't buy into this sort of 10%. And just here, if you look at this, meats, poultry, fish, and eggs. We talked about eggs a lot last week or the week before. Do you honestly believe, if you are an American, please drop it in the comments. Do you honestly believe that your meat and eggs are only up 8% since last year? Because I think this is absolute nonsense. I don't believe it for a moment. Dairy and other products at 14%, it's way more than that. Fruit and vegetables, 7%. There's no way fruits and vegetables are only up 7%. But if we look at energy here, energy commodities, and then we have energy services, we talked about this more than a year ago about how, and it was interesting how many people 
just, it was a bizarre phenomenon. But even some of my most loyal subscribers simply didn't believe me when I said natural gas will go up in the USA and electricity. I heard every explanation from Neil, there's absolutely no way we're energy independent. We've got so much natural gas, it will never go up and all the, it will only go down in price, you know, these sort of things. And I've said, and I've never changed my opinion on this, that natural gas will go up. And I think it's shocked a lot of people. And I think it was last week I asked you if you were in California, drop the percentage rate that your uh, natural gas bill had gone up. It was anywhere from 200% to 300% on last year. Now, we could go down the rabbit hole on this and I could make, you know, explain it all over again, but there are videos on the channel which explain why energy is going up, even in countries where you are energy independent. Uh, and I'll give you a summary of it. It is nothing to do with Russia and Ukraine and, you know, all these other things you keep hearing. It is due to ESG, Environmental Social Governance Mandates, coming from the WEF, which each country has signed up to. Uh, you might hear it as climate packs and all sorts of other things. This is the reason that energy prices are going up because there is restrictions on new investment into what they class as fossil fuels, which is a, the most strange name ever. But, but either way, that is the reason why. And not only that, it's harder to get financing, uh, banking facilities, loans uh, for new exploration and things like that. If you are using these, what I often refer to as dense hydrocarbons, because that's really what they are. Now, if you're doing it with renewables, if your country doing it with renewables, then the world is your oyster. You have got unlimited finance at ridiculously low rates because it helps the agenda to move forward. Inflation, remember, is simply an expansion of the monetary supply versus the goods and services that exist. So what did the prices go up by then? Energy, uh, electricity in the US 11.9%, natural gas 26.7%, which we know is not, is not true. And I wanna come on to some of the reports that have come out in a moment about this, but I wanna just jump across to the UK here. And let's just look, this just came out six hours ago. Uh, let's look at what is being reported in the UK. The rate at which prices are rising has dropped back slightly, but inflation remains near a 40 year high. At least the BBC are being honest. Some of these are the uh, American news channels. The stuff they are saying is just outrageous how all this inflation is good for you. <laughs> How it can be good for you, I, I'm not sure. So in response, the BOE, which is the Bank of England, has increased the interest rate to 4%, the highest level for 14 years. Yes, and you're going to see now some of my forecasts start to come into play a lot heavier, especially in the housing market, because of the squeeze on rates and mortgages and affordability for housing. So if we look at the chart here, you can see for January of 2023, because remember we're always a month or more behind, inflation is still double digits in the UK, 10.1%. And you can see it's been very, very stubborn here. But again, remember the forecast I made on this, it wouldn't come down as heavy as a lot of the other countries, very simply because of the amount of quantitative easing and continued currency creation 
by the Bank of England, but also the government as well getting involved with the inflation. So why are they saying prices are rising so fast? Will they be honest? Will the BBC <laughs> be honest? No, of course not. Um, they are saying oil and gas were in greater demand as life got back to normal after COVID. At the same time, the war in Ukraine meant less was available from Russia. This is simply not true. Less uh, energy was not available. The government decided that they weren't going to take any more energy because they didn't want to fuel the war machine. What else do they say about food? The war has also reduced the amount of grain available, pushing up food prices. Okay, let me ask you this to all of you who are logical, rational, human beings who don't get manipulated by the media. You think how many different food items there are. There are so many, it would take hour long video just to name every single one. Yes, grain goes into a lot of things, including feed and, 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 and the like. But do you honestly believe that grain that came from this region, the sort of Ukraine, Russia region, the breadbasket, do you honestly believe that that resulted in up to 50% in some areas of food inflation? There's just no way. This is simple mathematics. That grain would have had to go up 10,000% or something in order to affect all the others. Or having no grain, the, the grain that remains in other areas which were exported, would have had to go up by huge amounts. I mean, this stuff is just ridiculous. but. The average person sees that and they read it and they believe it. And then when, I, when you're in the supermarket or when I'm in the supermarket or I'm at the farm shop, which I prefer, you hear people repeating this stuff and spreading it to other people. Oh yeah, my gas bill's up 150%, but you know what? Uh, that's good because I'm giving it to Putin. No, no, you're not. <laughs> oh gosh. So what are the biggest contributors in the UK then? Well, housing and bills, 26.7%. Food and drink, 16.7%. Uh, restaurants, hotels, 10.8%. Furniture and household, uh, 92 etc. You can see the list here. But I want to jump back to the USA then. Um, Yahoo Finance, breaking down the January CPI report and what it shows about inflation in the US. Um, this was quite funny, uh, where he says, uh, meh. Annual, Annual increase, largely speaking, speaking, meh. Yeah, largely speaking, meh, no big deal. Just a 5.5% increase to your, your bills. No, no big deal at all. Uh, so let's see what he has to say. Let's get you up to speed on inflation. It picked up in the first month of the year. January's CPI showed a 0.5% increase in prices over the last month. Now, remember what they said. These are the same people that said inflation was now on the downward trend. We're not going to see any more rises. These media outlets actually said that and they had these experts on which reinforce the narrative. Remember what a narrative is? It's a story. And that is indeed what we are all being fed. We're being fed a story all the time because inflation is going up. But then when it does, rather than saying, oh, wow, this is bad. This was unexpected. We said it would go down. No, they go, meh, no big no big deal at all. Eh, what's the problem here? This is good for you. Inflation's good for you. So year over year CPI. So remember, there's two uh, sort of inflationary calculations that they do. CPI rose 6.4%. Core CPI. So here we go, which strips out the more volatile 
food and energy. Yeah, strip out the volatile food and energy. Yeah, definitely do that. Um, increase 5.6%. So this is how they make it even 1% lower. Then this was another baffling article that came out. So the retail sales rose 1.9%. And the, the dialogue here on this was just bizarre. They keep sort of pushing this, how strong the economy is, the economy's doing great. And another thing worth flagging is everyone talks about strength in the labor market is a reason that we might not get a recession this year. Again, this is really strange. You are already, all of us, we're already in a recession. Just because they created loads of new currency and they did all these new programs and everything, and then they dumped that money or currency into the economy and then the contractors got it, they paid wages, people spent it, so it's double accounted, etc. It doesn't mean that we're not in a recession. It just means that all that's happening is there's more currency being created. Again, okay, not a lot at the moment, but there was more currency being created. So then you're going to see this second inflation spike later on. We've seen people still spending money, even in the face of inflation, higher interest rates. Well, yes, it's not as if they're going out there spending on Armani and Gucci. They have to spend because people are getting squeezed. So, so they have to spend money in order to make up the shortfall. So actually what's happening here is simply that everyone's spending on their credit cards. So you're seeing credit card debt exploding upwards and the savings rate coming down, just falling off a cliff. So this is all that's happening. You're just seeing people still have to buy those essentials. And we've just identified certain things, your housing and energy and food. These are your simple staples. People are still buying them, but a lot of people are running through their savings. And those people that have now run through their savings or didn't have a, an emergency savings buffer, which is a very high amount of people in the West now, they had to put it onto credit cards or get some form of debt. Debt is going up, the rates are exploding, you wouldn't believe. We also have now this hunger cliff looming as 32 states are set to slash food stamp benefits. So this is a pretty serious one. It's gonna affect 30 million people. So that's about 10% of the US population. And this is also quite telling of, of the US now where the greatest number of people on the SNAP program are in California and Texas, the two richest states in the US, 5.1 million and 3.6 million recipients. So what will people lose? About $82 of benefits per month. But it's not just the US, this is everywhere now, this is global. Uh, over in the UK, food banks busier than ever as the cost of living crisis bites. And as I mentioned, it's, it's, this is everywhere. Uh, this uh, photo exposes Sydney's unseen costs. Well, here we go. Um, they're talking now about children coming in. There's a children's section for items for their lunchbox. I mean, this is really saddening to hear uh, things like this. It really is that you've got this Western country of Australia, extremely wealthy on the world stage. And yet children are coming in for lunches for their lunchbox. I mean, what sort of a world are we 
uh, living in now. Just know that there are a lot of grants available to you right now. There's cost of living payments if you're in the UK, but there's also similar for the USA. Yes, I know that these things are about to end in May in the USA, and this is going to be pretty difficult for a lot of families who have been getting paid a lot of money in these, these benefits. So when that ends, you're going to see a lot of a lot more problems coming in um, with, with a lot of fields, even paying the mortgage and uh, car payments. This is going to have a ripple effect outwards. Uh, the student loan payments uh, that's going through the Supreme Court. There's a lot going on in the US right now, a lot that could turn very, very negative, shall we say. But let's just use the UK as an example. Remember, there will be something similar for the USA. Well, there are different grants that you can get if you are struggling. There's a universal energy discount, at 900 pound cost of living payment. Of course, you've got to qualify for this. Not everyone will. 300 cost of living payments for pensioners. So if you know someone who is a pensioner that lives near you, you could help them with this, especially as they're probably not going to be tech savvy, which is a kind of smoke and mirrors with this because a lot of these you need to apply online. So you might need to help some people with this or your grandparents or parents. There is a £150 council tax rebate. Uh, so there are a few things. Some of them, again, are a bit of smoke and mirrors. But the other thing that you can do for most people, if you do have a little bit of extra uh, excess money or extra money right now, if you remember what I did a year ago and I also did it two years ago, that's why I said go out now before this massive crisis hits and you run out of your savings and buy those non-perishable items, the consumables, but they're non-perishable, that, you know, things like toothpaste and, you know, things like that, toiletries, they're never going to expire. These things just last forever, you know. You can go out and buy those things now, even though, yeah, prices have moved exponentially, but still, I don't agree with these forecasts that we keep hearing and, oh, it's only going to last for two years, this cost of living crisis, and everything will go to normal again. No, it won't. These prices are never, never going to come back to what they were in 2019 before this all started. So don't buy into this hype. Prices are only going to keep going up. Inflation is never going to, even if it went to deflation where it goes negative, it's only going to sit there for a short period of time if it actually happens. Inflation will continue. It will be here for a long time to come. So if you have a little bit of excess money available, buy those uh, non-perishable things now. But even with food, you remember last year I talked about going out and buying food. And that was a perfect example for many of you because I can still go into my pantry and see what my wife beautifully organized all the different food and pick out, let's say, a can of soup, which I did last week. And I said, this can of soup cost 82 pence, I think it was, last year. We've got all the, the receipts. Now that same can is £1.40 something. So you see, the price was not a 10% increase. It was huge. And yet we've still probably got another year's worth of it there. So that is a great tip I can give you today. If you do have a little bit of excess money, I know some people will be struggling, but if you do, that is how you can beat the, inf beat the system, beat the inflation as well. And remember that I also teach all this in the private community as well. And I do posts and a monthly video there and forecasts, etc. 
um, that is an option to you as well. It is not uh, hugely expensive as a monthly subscription to join. You really do have a lot of options. That's what this channel is about, trying to give you options, whether you have no money, whether you have a lot of money. It, you, similar problems, just a different sort of scale. So thank you for watching today. I hope today's video helped. Take care. God bless. I will see you tomorrow.